Welcome, everybody, to my dumb friends. Uh, yeah. Another Los Angeles edition. We've got the uh, normal group, me, Sean, and Tommy T over there. Woo. Uh, and uh, today we're walking from, you know from his podcast, Professor Blastoff and the Sci-Fi Show Reactor, David Huntsberger, everybody. Hello. My and I have a current podcast uh, called Space Cave that's uh, yeah. Probably better to promote than Professor Blastoff, right? Because that's that's gone. Yeah, what's uh, what's what's Space Cave about? It's me sitting down having beers with real smart people, uh, like uh-huh. PhDs and. You're physicists. pretty smart for a comic. I feel like I can engage people. I don't retain a lot of it, but I can like. Do you have a science background or not particularly? I studied engineering, and you, know, you have to do like a certain amount of yeah. science stuff for that, but. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no particular training of any sort. Or right. Any of that. What did you study in school, Sean? Was it film? Uh, yeah, I went for you know. You go, at first, I went for like liberal arts, and then I went to film school at Hunter College in New York City, which was like, and I just I wasn't into it, and then I just didn't fit. I never finished. Right, Tom. <laughs> what did you major in? I majored in film and minored in communications. Yeah, All right, so we're like we're completely like useless. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I majored in theater and minored in international relations. Well, I have uh, I have artists on from time to time. I mean, I like yeah. I like people that have a, a philosophical view on creativity or things. Right. like Right. Well, so. we have none of that here. <laughs> <laughs> You've uh, come to the wrong place. You know, me and David, we have the same manager, and uh, we went to a barbecue last Saturday. Yeah. And I came there. There's all this food there, and I was holding like a bag of cool ranch doritos and i was like it was just the bare minimum to bring to a barbecue it absolutely it, it is, really yeah. is it's that's, like that's not what you bring to a barbecue it's what you bring to a sleepover <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a fucking i mean i go there and then i see one other bag of cool ranch doritos and i'm like this has to be another scumbag comic and i turn <laughs> and it's david and his girlfriend he brought one you brought two bags of chips, two right? Two bags of chips and beer. So oh, you mean, brought beer. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you beat wow. me. But me and David <laughs> are standing there. Is, and that, we're like, is what? that the equivalent of like when a girl goes to a party in the same dress as another girl at the party? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of was. And, and we're sitting there, and I'm just like, uh, I'm like, well, at least we're here. We're the only two clients that are here. So we're gonna look pretty good and compared to his <laughs> other. And then he had a net, and then uh, Drennan Davis shows up. With this huge pinata, the Hello Kitty, because they have like an inside joke about how Jake is, who's our manager, is scared of Hello Kitty. Yeah. And me and David just turned to each other and we're like, well, we're fucked now. <laughs> we're not getting our calls returned. <laughs> we like now, now, and especially when somebody brings something like that, ours looks so bad in comparison. And then there was just so much pageantry about it. It's right. such a huge pinata, and it had this entrance where everyone turned and watched it. And float across the park, <laughs> and ever and like, like, there was like celebration. Like yeah, and you saw just how much closer they were than us just by that one interaction, because <laughs> they had like a real yeah. moment. And then me and David just look at each other and don't forget these just, chips they over start here. Yeah, each other and they just embrace the minute they see. <laughs> yeah, they start they start kissing softly. <laughs> we went over and started rubbing our disgusting Cool Ranch fingers all over it. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, it was pretty fucking pathetic. <laughs> I, I stand by the chips. Every now and again, someone brings Cool Ranch Doritos, and someone goes, "Great call. These are really good." <laughs> yeah, a homeless person. Yeah, and I didn't know. I don't know who Jake's friends are. Really? Yeah, really. So. Yeah, he does have friends. A lot of them. Yeah, a lot of friends. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I feel like you just spent the rest of the barbecue like trying to build your own pinata in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I like stole a, a Mexican family's pinata, and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "I need this more than you do." <laughs> it felt really strange. There was uh, a Latin family. Presumably they were Mexican, but you know, I don't you know. never know. And they were right next to us. And Actually, then all you the do know. That's the most racist. You never know. Well, they could be Honduran. I That's mean, they true. Could be yeah. A, and uh, only Honduran, though. And yeah. uh, the candy all broke, and then all these adults bagged it up and took it and then, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, give it to those kids. <laughs> That's right. They just put it in bags. Yeah. They didn't need any of it. They just like, we'll save this for late. I thought that was so strange. <laughs> that is the most L.A. thing where it's like, I'll bring this back to my hole <laughs> that I live in when I'm not taking generals. <laughs> <laughs> it's acceptable so to eat my candy there. Yeah, it was uh yeah, so LA. It was like pack ratty. Um, How was the rest of the barbecue? Was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Did people get loaded? Was there a drunken No fight? one got loaded. No. That's how I know I'm an alcoholic when like everyone there is just like sipping on beer. Yeah. You know? And like <laughs> you know and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. You're not doing it right. Yeah, and I like because I went to Jake's house once to tape an audition on a weekend, and he had like you know because Christmas I gave him like a bottle of wine, but everybody gave him a fucking bottle of wine. Yeah, do you give him a bottle of wine? I have before. I don't need longer because <laughs> everyone everyone does. gives bottles of wine, and there are literally like sixty bottles of wine there, and he's like, <laughs> I don't even know how to drink all of these. Which if it was me, I'd be like, well, yeah, I would drink all of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I could show you how to drink. I, I could show you how to drink all of these, but <laughs> that's how you know someone has their shit together. Um, how are you guys doing over there, Tom? What's going on in your life? Uh, finished the High Mud Comedy Festival this weekend. How'd that go? Uh, it was great. I mean, you know, it happened. I I, I helped pull it off. So, well, the I, stakes I, are getting lower and lower by your description of this. Uh, you know, there was a you microphone. I'll <laughs> be damned the lights I, turned on. Exactly. Yeah, I, I put I got um, I booked everybody except for three people uh, and put together the lineups for, I think, all but like one of the shows. And then I was doing workshops there. I, and because of the time change, I didn't get home till 449 this morning. Whoa! Oh my At the God. end of it, and yeah, it was just, it was a lot. So Wait, because of the time out? change? I thought this was in Massachusetts. You know, the well, daylight savings time, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's daylight right. Daylight savings I, time. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. Wait, it so, was, so did we lose an hour? Yeah. yeah. Yes. You woke up at 10, and then it was really 11. No wonder I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it, no idea what's going on. No. It went great. You know, we got... We got uh, really good feedback, and you know, the certainly, uh, I don't know if they sold out, um, but you know, they we put the whole thing together in sixty days instead of like the nine month plan. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of details. It happened. It was great. They want to do another one next year, and hopefully, we'll do the planning so I don't get an ulcer. So well, the um, best part is last week when you told us about it, or two weeks ago. We, we were, like, goofing on you for not having us on it. And then the, after the podcast, you sent us both a text, like, hey, listen, it was really, really a last-minute thing. We couldn't get it going. And uh, This year we will resent year. you, though, for not putting us say? on this. This year we will resent you for not putting us on it. <laughs> yeah, we will. You, you will. You're on it. I've already, like, given them my – I'm like, I want – 
it to go this way. And so, so hopefully if they bring me in, although like the, the, one of the managing directors like heard me like uh, ranting about one of the venues and how great. Uh, now Tom's going to get fired from this. Yeah. <laughs> I got to no, tell. I, I had no <laughs> official. <laughs> because... I, yeah. I had no official role and it was just. Then why are you, know, you ranting? Because they set me up for failure on this stuff. You know, it was like, you know, what should we do? Like, right, well, we maybe we shouldn't shit talk the festival we're trying to get on. <laughs> oh, they're not going to. Yeah. But I mean, no, it's still not bad for them. I mean, I should have, I should have, uh, you know, not been as angry, but I was just. What like, did you do? This guy's life every what did, what did you do that was so angry? Well, they, we were supposed to be in this venue, and we had I had met with the people who owned the place who uh -huh. paid nothing into it. They they were not active paying participants right, in the right. festival, and you know they had a, a separate upstairs room where we were supposed to perform, and that's what they agreed to. And then the two nights in a row at the festival, they're like, "Eh, we're just going to put it downstairs next to the main bar with TVs, you know, giant. You're, we're standing in front of right. giant big screen TV. Okay, I mean, it was so just you, like, what did you say to them though? I didn't say anything to them. I was, I was, some other comics are like, why, why are we downstairs again? I was like, fuck these people. You know? Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Tom. You know, they can go to fucking hell, you know, and, and uh, <laughs> you know, and they, and they're like, well, you know, they didn't, they didn't uh, want it upstairs because they All didn't right, staff well, up for it, you know, and I'm just like, exactly. They didn't. So that was the last year Tom has been producing the High Mud Comedy <laughs> Festival. Well, Thank I, you I, for I ruining another for opportunity for us, Tom. <laughs> I've been help, I've been asked to help produce another festival in the meantime. So yeah, well that's oh, good. Oh, cool, <laughs> John. John, you can really tell you gave a shit uh, that, that with that. Oh, interesting. It was, but I mean, the overwhelmingly everybody's feedback was great. The actual okay. like you know director of the museum met with me after the headliner show last night. Tignataro headlined, and I bet he, like, he also works at the John Deere. Uh, factory at that place. I don't know what that reference was. I apologize. I what, anyway, <laughs> anyway, he was like, You're an, he was, he was very supportive and, and praise, you know, like okay. it was good. All so. right. Well, that's good. Um, David, you didn't get drunk on Saturday. No, no. Uh, last night. See, Cause you, before we started this, I was like, what's some dumb things that you've done? And you said a lot of drinking stories, but I can't even see you. I guess I have, when I first met you, I thought you were really calm, but then I'm like, oh, this guy talks a lot of shit too. So <laughs> it's just like, he's got a calm demeanor yeah. and it's not real. So yeah. like, what is, uh, so you, were you like a huge drinker in college or no? No, no. I mean, I wasn't smart enough to uh, breeze through my classes and then be one of, you know, right. drink all day. I would maybe two, uh, I don't know, it depend, two weekends out of the month or something like that. Dude, I would try to, try to, yeah, go be a college lunatic and drink right. a bunch. What was the like, craziest thing you did? In college? Yeah. None of my, my like in, drinking stories where I'd be like, that was really stupid were when I was an adult. Where I was. Was when, like, like in the past couple of years? <laughs> No, like one, 20s. yeah, late twenties. Like at a time where I was like doing the road a right. lot. I had no responsibilities. I, you know, yeah. I, I kind of lived out of my car. I would just drive around and stay with friends and, and kind of base out of there. With them. Yeah, not always. I mean, certain friends, like my friend Jeff from Reno. Uh, Oof, there's never a a story that starts that way that <laughs> doesn't end in a murder suicide. He that, is, that ends in meth. Yeah, yeah. He, but he's a. Uh, same as me, like calm demeanor. Right. Nice little um, Asian guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just very. Oh, owns a, oh, you hanging out with an Asian? 
Yeah, he. Uh, we've known each other since we, we grew up down the street from each other. So right, we right. We were real little kids, and he runs a business now. He's a very like successful guy. Yeah, and so it maybe it's that thing of like, wow, now we got no responsibilities for two nights. Let's go. Right, nuts. right. What'd you do? Uh oh. So the first story is uh, or if I don't know how many stories you want me to tell. Oh, that, oh yeah, one, yeah, yeah. As many as you can. <laughs> we're all out of. You just heard one, a fucking boring ass five minutes about Tom and the Mud Festival, or whatever the I fuck will, he's doing. I will edit it out. <laughs> I loved it. My favorite part was, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, Sean does that. He highly inflects when he hasn't been paying attention for five minutes. Yep. Oh, great. <laughs> Uh, so like the, uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, college stories were just kind of standard college. Yeah. Yeah. But what, there was a time, there was one time I left a bar that was like seven miles from my home and they'd put in a new burrito place down the street for me. And I was like, I can walk there and I can make it before they close. And it was like (laughs) snow on the ground. I walked all the way. I kept like looking at the snow and being like, it looks so inviting. I'm just going to take a quick nap. Oh, and no. luckily, some voice in my head was like, that's a bad idea. Just stay awake for that burrito. Yeah, and then yeah. I got all the way to the burrito place, and they were closed. Uh, that, oh, shit. Those are just, like, that to me is not like that. It's just a st- dumb college right. kid kind of like. That's a dumb drunk decision. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it when you're drinking and you always think like, like yeah, the 10 miles, it's no big deal. When if you were sober, you'd be like, that's a horrible like cold. the Jaeger that you had is going to somehow turn you into <laughs> fucking Prefontaine or whatever the yeah. fuck that guy's name was. Yeah, when you're loaded, you're up for whatever. Like you're just up like, yeah, we'll just stay up till five and we'll just go to every different place we can go to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a of, I moved to Austin and a friend of mine and I uh, were up drinking at five. And then he was like, hey, man, do you want to go to Louisiana and gamble? I said, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> I go, I got to get my car charger first so my phone doesn't die. Yeah, so. that's the most pressing thing. <laughs> So we went and got where, some. Where were you guys gonna gamble on a riverboat? Yeah, yeah. When we drove to Lake Charles, Louisiana, and yeah. then we got there, you know, five hours later, yeah, just starting to be a little not hungover, yeah, but yeah. sobering up. And then, for whatever reason, our shoe, our feet were really wet. Like we'd been in the car the whole time, <laughs> and they both shut up. Like, are your socks completely soaked? Yeah, and they both were. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, I still to this day have no idea how it happened. Did you have like had, a like, Chappaquiddick or something? <laughs> Yeah, maybe it was just the humidity, like the Louisiana swamp area. And then we went in and gambled a little bit, and then we're just like, "This sucks. Let's go home." And uh, how long was the drive? Like five and a half five hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were you guys drunk when you drove it? He he, uh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was very unsafe. But right, right. You know those like when people are really good at being alcoholics, and they right, are right. like they can drive. Yeah, they can drive. Like I, in hindsight, would never do that again. I, if I were thinking like my, if I had a child, I'd like, do nev- never, never, never do, do that. And yet yeah, at you the know time, what? drunk driving is usually relegated to like driving around your town, not a five-hour trip. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you did like the Oregon Trail drunk. Yeah, and then his car didn't go in reverse, and on the way back we started to get kind of tired, and we stopped at this rest area. So you just went right back after that? We gambled for like 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And he won like $40 on a slot machine. I'm from Nevada. I was like, I can't in good conscience gamble at this shitty riverboat Right, and you guys didn't, you weren't like, let's get a room for like a day? No, we had to work that night. I mean, it Wait, was you had like, to work that night? That night, had to go back and, like, bust tables and stuff at the comedy club. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a horrendous decision, but <laughs> so fun. And we're, like, parked at this rest stop. Did you drink on the way there? No, 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 no. I, 
The first time I got in trouble for anything re- drinking related, I was like 17, and a friend of mine and I were he we had a 12 pack between us. Uh, we only had like one beer each, but we, right. we got pulled over and uh, they gave him like a minor in possession, and yeah. I and I got in no trouble. But I had to. When we got stopped, he goes, "Dude, dude, you got to cover up the beer." I go, "How?" He goes, "Take off your shirt." <laughs> so I take off my shirt and cover up this twelve pack. And, and you're shirtless. Goes, I'm shirtless, and I'm rail thin. Then, like, I was a like just a scrawny teenager, really <laughs> undersized. So I'm sitting there with no shirt on. And the cop goes, "Get out of the car." I'm like, "I go, I think you need to have um, probable cause." He goes. I saw you take off your shirt, idiot. Now I have problems. <laughs> Get out of the car. Ah, damn it. So, like, they handcuffed me, and I sit on the curb with no shirt on, which it was in this little town called Ridgecrest, this tiny yeah. little desert town in the tip of California. And they, so all the locals are now parading by in their cars, just looking at this scrawny little kid in handcuffs. Uh, but this, this time in Louisiana, we did not have beers in the car. They made yeah. us pour out all our beers that other time. But this time, like, when we napped at the uh, uh, rest stop area, we slept for, like, an hour or two and then kind of woke up, feet soaked again for some reason. And, uh, like, all right, man, let's get out of here. And then we look up, and there's a cop standing right in front of the car. I'm like, oh, God, this the car was not insured or registered. <laughs> and there's no reverse. And it doesn't go in reverse. So we're just sitting there, like, maybe he'll just walk away. He's just talking to people. Wait, it doesn't kinda... go in reverse. How yeah. do you do, how do you drive it? Fred Flintstone. He would open the door and, like, push with his foot and back it up. So. <laughs> you said that so confidently. What, what, like, Fred Flintstone, not yeah. Wait, So you could, how do you, like, how do you get out of a parking space? Cleverly. You gotta, you gotta just always park and know your inclines. And luckily in this situation, we're Did parked. you have an emergency break at least? Uh, yeah, I think so. I yeah. Think had the emergency brake. And then in this situation, It was just we a were, rock you put in the- <laughs> You gotta stop it, race out to the back, put a rock behind the back tire, <laughs> and go about your day. Yeah. And, uh, the cop's standing in front of the car, and luckily we were parked where we're, we're facing uphill just slightly, like two right. degrees. And then, so we, the cop wasn't going anywhere, and we needed to get going, so he just put it in neutral, and silently we just coasted away from this police office. He could have just literally <laughs> reached over and grabbed the hood and be like, get out, get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and we just coasted back away, then fired it up and drove off and went back to oh Austin. Oh, my God. That was really ridiculous. And That's, that's funny. Yeah, I, th- I mean, th- that to me was like, when I look back and think of just idiotic stories, like, that was fun. Well, I like, Also, yeah. you're shitting your pants. As you're coasting by him, you guys are shitting your pants. Yeah, yeah, because you're starting to sober up and, uh, at that point to be like, oh, man, it, like, we would not do great with a breathalyzer. You know, smell <laughs> awful. And just for, it, he, all he had to do was just turn around and look over his shoulder, yeah. and he it's, never did. It's called failing. It's not called not being great. <laughs> like, we would not be great. I wouldn't know how to use the breathalyzer. I wouldn't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's yeah, great. Yeah, you guys just got out of it. Yeah, drove all the way back, and uh, my phone was nice and charged up because I had that car charger. <laughs> That's the most important part of the story. <laughs> we the, my, He won the $40 in the slot machine and paid for the gas. So in all, And then how many hours of sleep did you have before you started busing? Yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, like three. Got, you oh know, got, got back, slept for oh, like three worst. hours, and then up and Ugh. back to work. I can't imagine that now. That's no, like, I know. I could, yeah, I, when I, I used to work as a doorman, and I would do when and when I was like in my mid twenties. And I would literally, we would, I would work until eleven, and then we would go out until like five. 
or four. Yeah. And then yeah. I would go back and sleep for a half hour Ugh. and then go to the next, go back to the building, sleep at the building, wake up, shower, and then go downstairs for, for another seven to three shift. It was the worst. I did it like twice. It was the worst I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. I mean, that. <sighs> You do that, and you're, I remember. I think I talked did this once on the podcast where I used to. I was a security guard at the Met. I've talked about that, but like I was in the Great Hall, which is where you come in and 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 you check people's tickets when they come in. And I got there, and uh, a friend of mine. I won't say his name because he still works there. He sits right next to me, and he just looks like. And 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 they and basically the doors all open at nine thirty and and basically that's the, like everybody swarms in and right before the door opened he's like not saying anything and he just turns to me and he goes I'm so drunk <laughs> and then everyone pours in and that's how the day starts <laughs> yeah that's how it would be with, with the when I would do the thing at the doorman building because you're still drunk and the people are coming out for the morning to go to work and you have to greet them. And you're like, they know, they definitely know. They all know. They yeah. know, they know, <laughs> they know. Ugh, a weird feeling. It was fun. Like right before we decided to go to Louisiana, just being drunk and like, hanging yeah. out. and we were driving and saw this kid, like a college student, just walking around in his boxers. We're like what, what, uh, for some reason we just instantly without discussing it, both pretended we were from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> so like roll down the what's the fucking problem there sport mm-hmm. and then he's like oh no nothing I'm good I get in a fucking car and then he got in and like <laughs> you just picked up a guy a naked guy essentially yeah, yeah we're like where's your car we'll give you a fucking ride to your car yeah and then he was like oh, I'm up here and then he just we started screaming like yelling at each other you fuck fuck you mom never took you there mom never took you there and then he just got so nervous he's like that's my car and like, we just <laughs> some random car Where's the? I guess the keys were up his ass. Like, where were the, the fucking keys for this guy? He did not have a good plan, or I don't know where he was going. Or... That is funny that like a naked guy, you guys freaked out enough to be like, yeah, I, you know, I'll just, I'll just take the chance of being arrested <laughs> rather than being in this car with these guys. Yeah, and that all happened in that same day trip. Yeah, Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah, those are kind of fun when you can remember all of them. You piece it right. back together and like, do you have ones you can't remember? Yeah, the, the, so my friend Jeff, like I remember ninety percent of this somehow because it was right. it was I was so drunk and I didn't mean to. He was uh, because I was kind of you know you have that great freedom when you're a broke comedian where you're like, well, if I can get myself there, I have right. no schedule. I don't have to ask for time off. And I was I was in Sacramento doing shows and then I stayed a few extra days. My mom lived by right the punchline. I was doing the one in uh, Old Sack, I think. That oh, time. okay. But I did used to do the punchline as well. Yeah. But I think that time I was doing the one in Old Sack. And then uh, I had a few days off, and he's like, hey, man, we're doing this rafting trip. Come up. And I go, all right. He goes, where, I, where is it? He goes, you go up uh, this highway. You turn left on this highway. Yeah. Like, and then you just follow that until you see a bar. And he just hangs up on me. And I'm like, well, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. And so I drive up one highway. I turn and go up the other one. And you wind up through, like, Devil's Gulch. It's all along this river. Right. And it's... Like very twin river. peaks, the American River, yeah. Like it's yes. pine trees everywhere, and it's tall mountains. And Pretty winding. At night, it was kind of spooky, you know. Like there's, right. it's cool, but you can hear the any river place and, called Devil's Gulch. Well, it's not called that. Yeah, but like yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> but it it uh, conveys that idea, just how windy it is, and then and it, there's it's just pure darkness, and then all of a sudden, sure enough, there's just a bar up ahead. Yeah. So I pull off, and then I go in, and I'm and and then suddenly it's just liveliness all these crazy like rafting type people right like you know people in their mid-20s and i I think i was like 27 or so at the time 28 
they're uh, fucking snorkels on and weird right. get-ups, and they're just having tons of fun. Everyone's, And I'm totally sober. I've just shown up like, hey, everybody, this is weird. Everyone is light years ahead of me in drunkenness. Yeah, yeah. And so people just start handing me whiskey. They're like, here, you got to catch up. You got to catch which I, I'm old enough to, like, I'm not going to start, I got to catch up. <laughs> so I'm, like, sipping it, but then people are coming, look, come on, come on, come on, do a shot. Like, And right. I'm just drinking a little faster than I would like to. Yeah. Jeff's there. He's all drunk. And then a friend of ours, like, one of his that I knew is there. He's real drunk. He, they are, I'm going into the bathroom and just pouring whiskey into the toilet. Like, right. I cannot drink at this pace. This is insane. But over time, like, I, I think the elevation change didn't help. Right, right. There's a weird, like, if I go to Portland, I have this weird kind of, like, spiritual sort of, like, freak out. I have, like, this, like, really? uh, something. Yeah, there's something there that mentally, like, freaks me out. I don't know what. Maybe it's buried on ancient sites or something. Yeah. So I, like, go outside. Like, I'm drinking way too fast. I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm getting already too drunk. So I go out. <laughs> Portland's buried on artisanal cheese shops, I think. <laughs> yeah, um. and uh, the, so I go, I leave the bar for a bit, and I go out to the river, and I just mm. start watching the river, and then I'm sort of talking to the river. <laughs> this is just <laughs> drinking. <laughs> yeah, this, this is just. Whiskey, what kind of whiskey is this? I don't know, man. It was too, and I don't drink a lot of whiskey. I, I'm not yeah. good at it. I I was planning to just have a few beers and kind of take it easy, but yeah. everyone is so drunk. So I take like a few deep breaths at the river and. I'm I'm sort of talking at the river and like I said and then I go back to the bar and everyone's still drinking and but Jeff grabs me and pulls me outside and goes all right dude but I might pass out pretty soon so in case we get lost here's where I'm staying my cabin is across that bridge over there and then there's uh, a Chevy Tahoe and a Ford pickup truck in front of it that's the that's the one it's kind yeah. of on the corner there and they're all just these shack cabins that are placed randomly so I see the bridge and I go, oh, okay, I got it. Like it's across there. It was a Tahoe thing. So I go back in the bar and then I think a little bit later I had to go back out and talk to the river again. <laughs> and this time when I came back in. What was the river saying to you? Well, I was fascinated by like the individual molecules and thinking that they all had somewhere to go and that they were just like, you're just a part of it, man. You can try to jump out. You're just stuck in it, man. And. And then I scrambled back up the hill and go back to the bar. And now, like, really not a lot of people are in there. And I end up dancing on – they put a piece of plywood on the pool table. Yeah. And we're, there are a few of us, like, dancing on that. Like, wee, it's fun. <laughs> and then they go, all right, you got to get out of here. They kick everyone out, and everyone just disperses. Like, suddenly the town is just empty. Like, there were some people I was going to hang out with, and they went, oh, you know what? We got a raft in the morning. Sorry. And they just disappeared. So you – but those were the, that was the guy you met. So he Jeff left. had been gone for a while. Like yeah. after I came back from my second river trip, he's no longer around. But yeah. I'm like, that's fine. He showed me where he's staying. And then I'm seeing like, well, maybe, you know, maybe there'll be an after party or, you know, when you are, when you're like yeah. mid throws yeah. and drinking, like more stuff's got to happen. Yeah. And instead everyone just like. Because you had already come late anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, well, these people are maniacs. I'm sure there's going to be a cabin that's like the fun cabin, but there wasn't. They all just disappeared. It's darkness. And then I'm just walking along in this quaint little town where they're like yeah. window shops with dolls in them and shit like yeah, that yeah, and yeah. antique furniture. And the sidewalk is uh, made out of wood planks, you know, kind of one of those old towns. Yeah, like, and, a, like a bed and breakfast uh, type town. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like a terrifying ghost town. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking up at, and now there's, the sky is just full of stars and the other side of the street. So has it's about, weird, what, like four in the morning or something? I think it's only like one or two in the morning. Oh, wow. And it was just, it's a river town that's like, we're, we're not a party town. Like, you can have yeah. fun here, but this is, you know, you're going to raft tomorrow. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the town's quiet. It's eerily quiet. And I'm 
the whiskey has made me go a little crazy, I guess. And now I'm like, yeah, I look across the street. There's like this weird ominous looking town hall. Yeah. And it, there's a, like a, a room up in the tower. It looks like someone lives there. It's a spooky like Scooby-Doo scenario. So right. Like, well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to bed. So I walk across the bridge. I look at all the cabins. All of them have a Chevy Tahoe and a Ford truck in front of them. And they're all like situated in a way where like, none of them makes sense to me. Like, which I've, I have no fucking clue which one is Jeff's. So I don't want to knock on the door. Everyone's asleep. So I walk back across the bridge and kind of start roaming up and down the wooden sidewalks. Oh, and now I'm just like yelling things about like how everything's fake and it's all a facade. I, I grab a park bench and fling it out into the street. Like I'm like the Hulk all of a sudden. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like wandering around uh, back to, and I'm walking back down the sidewalk. I look down. And I see uh, some feet, like bare feet. And then I kind of, like in a movie, like a pan up. I pan this up. This is like a Twin Peaks episode. It yeah. was that creepy. <laughs> it was so strange. I pan up and there's this old man, white guy, white beard, in a uh, like baby blue bathrobe with his arm around this girl that looks like she's like 25. Right. She's pretty cute. Wow. And they are clearly like kind of a couple. It's really strange to me. So I look at that like, what the fuck? And then he looks like deep into my eyes. He's like, what are you doing here? I go, what? He goes, what are you doing in my town? And then in without even thinking that, I just point up to the sky and go, that star up there has possessed me. I don't know what I'm doing. It's got control of my mind. What and the then, fuck? yeah, yeah. So then his eyes just go like, oh, fuck. Like, this is not good. <laughs> he goes, did you throw a park bench out into the street? And I go, yeah. And he goes, it's like, oh why God. would you do that? And I go, I have no, again, the star. I think I have no idea. And then now this young guy shows up. It's like, you know, my age. It's one of the rafters, maybe. And he goes, Where are you staying? And I go, I'm staying with Jeff. He's a little Asian guy. He's across the bridge, but I couldn't find his cabin. And he looks at the kid and goes, like, Do you know where he is? And the guy goes, like, Yeah, yeah, I, I can show him. I can I can help him out. So I go, All right, all right, great. Well, and he goes, I just I go, I'll 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 put the bench back. I'm sorry. He goes, No, 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 I don't I already did that. Don't worry about it. I just want you out of my town. <laughs> this guy like the crooked sheriff of the town yeah i think he lived in like that town hall building or something and yeah. i i would love to like re re-see this story and see if that guy was even real like if he actually existed or if he was like this weird david lynch sort of character that filtered in and the girl doesn't say anything she never says a word she just She's looks just, at you she looks concerned she looks kind of friendly and she always defers to like look to her guy to, the old guy. yeah so to I, Gandalf. Yeah, yeah. And Gandalf is seems <laughs> yeah, I kind, him with but a, also with a white beard and that and that bathrobe. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. seems kind, but what? But uh, there's also like this element of oh, maybe he does control things. Maybe this is one of those <laughs> weird like where he would grind people up into meat if they're right, right. against him or something. Even so. though you've been the only one to be threatening at this. Oh, point. absolutely. Yeah, I'm the <laughs> the <laughs> nemesis in this story. Of the town, of this river. And so I do, like, the, the the guy that's roughly my age goes, hey, come on. Like, all right. So we walk across the bridge. And then I, I go, I think it's that one. He goes, no, it's definitely not. that Because that my friend's staying there and Jeff's not with them. And I go, all right. <laughs> well, I'm good, man. I got it. He goes, you sure? I go, yeah, yeah, I'll just figure. And then so I just go over and I sit next to one of, the, like, the railings for the bridge. Yeah. I'll sleep here. So I just like pull my knees up to my chest and kind of put my head down, and I start to kind of like go to sleep there. And How it's a cold is that? It's not warm. It's pretty chilly, and uh, oh, and yeah. I like kind of I'm not wearing enough clothing to survive. Then I would have right. survived, but it would have been really unpleasant. 
So I, I don't know how much time elapsed at that point, but then yeah. I feel a tap on my shoulder and I look up and the guy's like, you know what, dude, you can sleep in my cabin, just sleep on the floor. Like we're packed, but there's room. it's better than this. And I go, all right. So I get up, I'm walking shoulder to shoulder with him and he's very quiet and we're just walking along. And then all of a sudden I start to get this sense of like, wait a second, why would this guy? And then I just drop back a couple steps. I just like <laughs> pull oh back a little. God, dude. Yeah, it's I don't know why. I have no idea. Why. So I drop back a couple steps and he keeps walking and then I'm like he doesn't suspect a thing and I turn around and just sprint as fast as I can. <laughs> back. And, and I just fly. And in my head I'm like this is the fastest I've ever run. This is amazing. <laughs> and I sprint across the bridge. And I'm like, I feel like I'm in a chase scene in a movie where like I gotta get my keys out and then in one motion into the door of my car and get in and I'll be safe. And I'm I'm flying to my car, I get the keys out, I go to put them in the door, I look up and across the hood, the dude's just standing there. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a goatee, it's very neatly trimmed, dark hair, combed. He's wearing like, I don't know, like a fleece or something like that. And I look at him like terror. I just yeah. go, I go, why'd you follow me? He goes, why'd you run? And then in the next, without even thinking, I go, are you an alien? <laughs> and he goes, and then he's even like, this is great on his end. He goes, no, are you? And I was like, that's a fucking good response. <laughs> and, I, and I go, but you're not even out of breath. He goes, you're not that fast. And that stung. That hurt. <laughs> And then I go, so now I've got the key in the door and I feel like he's not going to, and I look at him like, why do you care where I sleep? And he goes, actually, I don't. And he just walks away. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, that's a good. You had your out, man. You could have stayed over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm well aware. I was convinced, like this mystical element of this game. And this is just on alcohol. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, yeah. This is not mushrooms. Now, I mean, again, people were there handing must have been something me. something in that whiskey, man. Maybe, whiskey yeah. Whiskey does, like, close to this, but not what you're describing. No, yeah, I've never had anything close to it. I mean, people were handing me drinks, so yeah. maybe someone... Maybe somebody slips up. Yeah, but I did not respond to it well, whatever it was. And so then, you get in the car? He leaves, I get in the car, and then I, I'm still kind of nervous, like, dude, I... That's of course like an alien wants me to fall asleep and then they'll abduct me. Right. <laughs> Clever try, alien. So I knowingly fire up my car going like I'm way too drunk to drive. And I don't want to do this. I got to do this. And I start driving down Hell's Gulch, the windy ass dark road. Right. Looking in my rearview mirror. I'm not even looking ahead of me. I'm looking for like alien lights. Oh my it, god. It was Holy terrifying. Shit. So I just go far enough where like I go like two or three miles and then I pull over to the side of the road and sleep there. Like Ugh. pull it together. And I wake up in the morning to sort of shake it off. And then it had taken me 70 miles to drive there. But driving back, I, it was daylight. Everything looked different. Yeah. And I kept making wrong turns. And it took me 210 miles to get home. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just, it was horrible. So you were, like, still drunk when you woke up. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, sober enough to, like, have mechan- like motor right. skills and stuff like that. But, yeah, just, I like, the same CD kept playing in my What was the CD? CD? It was a great, I still like it. It's uh, Ambulance LTD, this album called LP. And yeah. I, that played on loop and I kept, it was like sort of a form of torture. Right? Like, well, I'd right. sure like that to stop. And I just couldn't bring myself to reach down and like do anything about it. So it just kept playing on loop for 200 miles as I like would go up these windy river mountain roads and then be like, oh fuck, I've been here. Turn around, drive all the way back 50 miles in the other direction and then see like, 
welcome to Oregon. Like, oh, God damn it. And then, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is crazy. I don't know that went all the way to the Oregon, but uh, there were, it seemed like there, I was seeing signs for wherever I was. I was like, oh, shit, I'm way, way out of the way. And then I made it home and, like, had this, uh, like, my dreams are really strange. I dreamed that I uh, saw this walking little crocodile thing that had, like, like really smooth, silky hair. And, Wait, uh, like, hair, like a crocodile with, like, a wig on? Like an otter. No, it, like, an otter. <laughs> oh, okay, hair. yeah, yeah. Like that. And it walked really cool and it wore sunglasses. <laughs> and I saw it get oh, no. out of a car and I said to my friend, like, in the dream, like, did you, you see that? He goes, what? <laughs> And then we park our car, and, and I see this little thing walking along with its kind of like its yeah, little yeah. chest out, like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> and I go, that, what? He goes, oh, yeah, those things drive. Like, it was no big deal. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God. Dude, you, you, got, you definitely got slipped. I yeah, mean, you had to have been drugged. That, yeah. There's no way. Yeah, it was that weird. Happens off of, I, I can't, like, you know, whiskey can do that to an, like, you want to, it makes you think you're, like, fucking invincible, but. It doesn't put like alien invasion. No, (laughs) no, because there was like too many lucid things that you did. And I remember so much of it. Like, I, you know, to be that drunk. I can't. Here's why I don't think it was just whiskey, because you were scared at some points. There's never been a time I've been on whiskey where I've been like, like, ooh, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like sprinting for your life. Yeah, that had to have LSD or something. It's like you had a blackout but remembered every minute of it. Yeah, that's that's how it feels. Because there are parts that are a little spotty where, like, I was sleeping, you know, by the bridge. Like, how long did that last? I don't really remember where it led to that or... Oh, that's that a bad, but drinking, but falling asleep outside is a very drunk thing to do. Yeah, so yeah. It was probably a combo of both. Yeah, it was a nice uh, combination of terrible things all getting in there. And now you have your shit together somewhat. <laughs> yeah, I kind of miss those days. Like, I feel like Jeff is a dude I would run into in my 60s and be like, yeah, for old time's sake, you want to, like, be nuts? Cause it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks that you, like, just can't do that. Like, you just wave You want to get nuts? It. Let's get nuts. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's weird. Like, like, somebody in their 20s drunk is just annoying, but somebody in their 30s drunk is, like, kind of sad. Yeah, there's, like, a silliness to it. I think if you set out to yeah. do it, like, this is so dumb, and right. we're going to regret it and feel horrible, but, yeah, there's something about it where, like... I, I don't and there's know. always that guy that you drink with like that that makes you a little bit crazier than other people. Oh yeah, totally. Like the next time I saw him was a similar thing. It was his 30th birthday. So it was like a couple years later and we went to a similar a different town but a similar like rafting town. And we ended up having some drinks and then driving like idiots uh into yeah. someone I think someone was actually sober and driving into this town that was like, you know, two miles away or something. And like 14 of us fit into a little Chevy Equinox. There were people on the roof, there were people wedged in the back like sardines, there were people on the hood. People were like grabbing the driver's eyes like little kids do, like peekabooing. It was horrendous. Jesus Christ. It was so dangerous and just weaving all over this road. There, there's no one up there, you know? And if we yeah. would have crashed, it would have just been like in a ditch. And then we drank a whole bunch of this bar and went back to our campsite. Again, everyone goes to sleep. Then Jeff and I and like five or six other people were like, we look up this hill and there's music and lights. And we're like, of course they want us to come join them. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> we just invite ourselves to hike up this mountain. You and guys make a lot of assumptions when you're drunk. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Too many, and terrible ones because we fought our way up this hill, slipping and falling. We're all muddy. People got cut up on this barbed wire fence and we're like bleeding. And then, like hill people, we just ascended on this house. Like if people, if people <laughs> yeah, up that, there, what just, you think is like like Porkies, they're like this is the strangers. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, because for them, I remember when I got up <laughs> yeah, to the porch. That's what it is. 
you think it's a fun romp and they're like oh my god we're gonna die yeah, yeah they had to have because we the darkness ended at the end of their property and right. so people were just appearing out of the bushes <laughs> It had to look so horrifying. <laughs> and then we walked up the por- the back porch steps, and they could see us coming at this point. There were people out there. But the moment we got up there, it was like a movie. We're like, <laughs> record screech, music stops. They're like, you got to get out of here. We're like, oh, we're friendly. They're like, I don't care. Get out of here. <laughs> and then I saw this guy. I'm like, oh, cool mustache, man. And he was like, just death stares. Like, there was no, oh, right. we're not going to crack the ice, and they're not going to be like, you got to go, but have a beer. It was like, get the fuck out of here. And then, so as we were leaving... So they were very rational. They were totally rational. And yeah. in the right, 100%. And yet yeah. we hated them. We're like, well, that's not... Where's the river spirit? You guys, <laughs> Where's you guys... the river spirit? <laughs> river spirit, that's that's the type of spirit that makes hitchhikers disappear. So. Absolutely. But in our mind, no, you gotta... There's yeah. jubilation. What there's would you merriment. do now if that happened? If Someone you were descent, in, uh, yeah. on my... Same thing they did. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but I, you know, honestly, I might give them a walking beer or something. Like, you gotta go... Here, take a beer, get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. Maybe. Yeah, like, you'd be a good guy about it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be a dude, only because I know, like, well, it feels shitty to be on the other. And we came up this hill, for God's sake. (laughs) And then, so the dumbest thing we, and this is so unforgivable, but for whatever reason, we hated them. And we're leaving through the front. And the guy said something real shitty as we were leaving. Like, dude, we're leaving. I don't remember. It was something to the effect of, like, you fucking derelicts or, you know, just something like, hey, that's sudden. We're just drunk. Like, we're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he shuts the door. Bohemian Grove? Is that what he's talking about? Oh, no, no, no. no. Tom wants to get away from that. Um, So then then Jeff looks over and there's a bike laying there. Yeah. Like, well, you shouldn't have fucking said that to us. Oh, no. So Jeff got on the bike, and then we used to do this all the time going up and down the road that we lived on. I sat on the seat, and then he got on the pedals, and now we're like, like two uh, people Bush on Cassidy. <laughs> we're two grown men yeah. riding a bike together. Yeah. And we pedal up this hill. The guy sees that, comes out of his house, starts chasing us. I'm like, Jeff, pedal, Jeff, pedal. <laughs> and he pedals away. I can feel the guy's hand reaching like behind me. And then we crest the hill just out of his reach and go coasting down this hill in the dark, which oh is really God. fun. Like, just wind, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Wait, we're going. How old are you guys at this point? He just turned 30, and I was probably 28 or 9, something like that. So there's no... There's no excuse. No, there's no, like, we're dumb kids. It was just, we're from Lemon Valley, Nevada, and this is how we were raised. (laughs) What did you crash into, like, in the world according to Garp? Did did somebody get their... their Yeah. Well, like, what happened? So we started coasting down this hill... I think we were probably going about 40 miles an hour, maybe yeah. a little faster, where it was like, oh, boy, oh, no. Yeah. And then Jeff was just like, we got to do it. And I was like, yep. And then we just laid the bike over in these tall weeds off to the side, like <sighs> just plowed into them, tumbled a little bit. Neither of us had a scratch on us. Oh, my God. We oh just God. laid there in the weeds, just cackling maniacally, like, oh, this is so great. And then out of nowhere, our friend showed up in a car. I'm like, get in. The sober driver was there and drove us back to the campsite. And then we woke up the next morning. We're like, we got to go return that bike. And we got <laughs> up. We're like, it took us a while. Like, we didn't realize how far yeah. we'd gone. We're driving along and we see uh, all the weeds are totally normal, except in this one spot where it looks like bears fought or something. <laughs> 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 so devastated. But there's no bike there. 
So I think the guy came and got his bike back. Oh my god! It. it was crazy. Did you fuck up the bike at all or no? No, no. It was totally. I mean, the weeds were very gentle to us. It was like <laughs> they were so sturdy. It just kind of was like going. You know, into, like, you have a such a pit. calming voice, and you're talking about such horrifying shit. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like don't believe this is the guy that did all. This yeah, stuff. it doesn't sound like <laughs> at all. It sounds like yeah. If the guys from you're, you're talking about like raising hell, and you sound like an accountant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you know, and then we told him if you want to see your wife again, <laughs> you better give us you better give us the money because we don't fuck around. <laughs> yeah, you'd like to. That's I mean, if you're gonna be a criminal, wouldn't you want to be that guy? Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to be the guy going everybody fell out alley. And we're like, this is we're gonna cut off your toes. So. <laughs> <laughs> you or you get the beating again. That's what <laughs> And uh, and now you and your your girlfriend seems really calm, mm-hmm. so you guys are both super calm. I think that's a part of it. I think people that have demons, they never like went out and I wanted to like sow my oats a bit. I wanted to like enjoy my. And you don't have any young. demons now. I'm sure like I have human things like right, everyone does, right. but I don't have like the. I don't think I'm gonna buy a convertible and you know get a vasectomy and hit the scene and be like i gotta be young i was never young like i feel like oh, i went out and like had a bunch of fun and even was- that's the most rational way like make sure i can't get anyone pregnant <laughs> yeah. let's get that vasectomy yeah um have you when you were doing stand-up on the is there one thing like when you were starting out mm-hmm. is there one move that you made looking back on it you're like oh that was the fucking most retarded thing i could have done on stage like on stage a thing that yeah I you're to like do. this is gonna work this is gonna be great Hmm. I, I mean, just young comedian stuff where you're yeah. like, I used to do an, imp- I still do it on the Sklar Brothers podcast, like a Dick Vitale impression. Yeah. But I used to do that as a bit. And then, you know, like, oh, there's, you know, he would go through these things where like, it, it, now I feel like, well, I wouldn't do that as material. I'm, I'm yeah. a little old to be doing that. Yeah. And yeah, it's fun to do as a character, like on a podcast. But, right. So I don't like look back and go, God, that was so embarrassing. That yeah. Was so dumb. I saw friends of mine that would like, well, they're telling me I need to like have a look. So I saw people go on stage like wearing a backpack. Like, I'm the kid. Look at <laughs> I'm that student that does stand up. Or like people would suddenly show up and wear a suit one night or something like that. Or I do think like before because I was substitute teaching before I got into stand up, I thought like I would take a whiteboard on stage. You seem like I, a really bri- uh, let's watch a video substitute teacher. <laughs> yeah, I was real lazy. But see, like being being so mellow and people being like, ah, this guy's got his shit together. Like they never would like suspect that I would just be like I'm not doing I'm just gonna go I would just always find out where the AV room was go get that stupid projector thing be like and then sometimes people would go what, what movies would you play for him whatever the Goonies as much as possible <laughs> <laughs> these would be like chemistry classes yeah and then I would just write hey class was really great couldn't find the lesson plan showed the Goonies hope you're feeling better <laughs> and then I'd always get a call or an email or something it's like the lesson was right on the top of the desk <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I didn't see it, man. Couldn't find it. There was one time, I, the best thing I ever tied into subbing was I showed up and uh, they say, oh, this guy, he, go to this classroom. This guy checks in there. He's kind of like one of these roving sort of consultant guys. He's not really a teacher, but he, right. he, he pulls kids out of class and works on their reading skills or their speaking. Right, and, right. And you're like, this is a perfect day to not do that. I just went to the first class, and she goes, hey, run these copies for me. So I do that for, like, 45 minutes. She goes, now he usually goes to this class. So I go to that class. She goes, oh, yeah, I mean, if, if he's not here, there's nothing you can do to fill in. So, you know, go to this class. So now I'm down in, like, the wood shop, mm-hmm. and that guy's like, oh, yeah, he just comes by here to shoot the shit. 
So I figure out this guy's move. Like, this guy's the greatest job ever. He's just faking it all day. <laughs> so the next day, I and I, I was kind of sick. So the next day, I just showed up, clocked in, went to the first classroom, and then just went out to my truck and took a nap, showed up. <laughs> Uh, to clock out at the end of the day and went home, and no one, like, <laughs> no one ever brought that up, and I felt totally justified in doing it, like because no kids were sitting there like, "Where's our lunch money?" Or right, right, so, where's our lunch money? Yeah, maybe this, this guy, guy was just <laughs> robbing kids every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've. You, I feel like that that's it because you have this calm demeanor. You're just able to get away with horrible shit. Like if me and Sean did that, they'd be like, "Yeah, something's up." The guys who look like. The janitor in a Scooby Doo cartoon, you yeah. know. Well, I love that episode of uh, Mad Men where he's the cops are sort of raiding a building and he's up there smoking hash with the hippies, and they're like, "Be quiet, man! Be quiet!" He's doing everything they've done, drinking moonshine, smoking yeah. hash, and then he's like, "Well, I think they're shitting on him." They're like, you sold out to the man, man, and he's like, "Yeah, just taking it." And then the cops are there, and then he puts on his hat and grabs his coat, and they're like, "You can't go out there, man." He goes, "No, you can't go out there." And then he, because he's in a suit, even though he did the same shit as them, yeah, he can yeah. walk right by the cops and even get, like, a tip of the cap. And that always appealed to me so much more that, than, like, you know, being a real, like, maniac rebel or something. You like just got to look the part. Yeah, yeah. Those are the guys that, uh, those are the real alcoholics. <laughs> the suit and tie alcoholics. Yeah, the, the functional alcoholics. The functional alcoholics. I'm not good enough at drinking. I couldn't keep it up if I wanted to, like drink every night and have a nipper in my desk or something i would just be i feel a so nipper awful. i love it how back in the day they're just like yeah a little nipper little uh little hair of the dog and it's like no that's serious alcoholism yeah. you just have a they cute had, like, word behind no it therapy back then so they just did it to like survive yeah yeah um well we gotta wrap up guys because our next guest is here but it's been a lovely experience is i've enjoyed a, it thanks for having is there another nice is there another story so that we're not touching upon I'm sure there are many. Well, we got to have you back. <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> David just back. laughed like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm fine with or without coming back. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lizzie Cooperman, it's actually 157, so we've got to. I mean, okay. Lizzie Cooperman's going to be here next week. Why do I keep, I keep, I, I keep <laughs> acting like we don't that, record yeah, these in bulk, but we do every time, you know? But David. Um, pop your podcast once more. Oh, The Space Cave. TheSpaceCave.com or my stuff's all at DavidHuntsberger.com. And I have an animated stand-up special. It's so uh, fucking cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's pretty, it's different. It's visually, like, if you're in It's just you singing Dire Straits the whole time. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. for nothing. Chips. They are the sultans of swing. <laughs> Sounds like the worst comedy troupe ever. <laughs> um, and uh, Tom and Sean, do you have anything to advertise? Uh, yeah, I can. I have my Twitter's at Shawnee Time, and please buy my album on iTunes. It's called Manual Labor Face. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and I, I'll be this. When is this coming out? This week? Um, no, no, we have we have we have another week of an episode. Oh, okay. we so this. that week I'll be in. I think I'll be in like. I'll, at the end of the month, I'll be in Arizona at House of Comedy. Cool. And Tom? At Tom Dog on Twitter. Uh, and S at DS Germain, um, go to my website, buy my album, and uh, watch Not Safe with Nikki Glazer every Tuesday after Tosh. So thank you, guys. Thanks, fellas. This was thank fun. You. God bless Thanks you. Thanks so much for doing this, David. Appreciate yeah, it. Really Thanks funny. for having me. Thanks. Thank that you. Great, man. Bye bye. See you guys.
Thank you for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our hosts performing live this week. Dan St. Germain is performing in and around Los Angeles. On Thursday, the 24th, he'll be at the Hollywood Improv at their 10 o'clock show. On Saturday, the 26th, he'll be doing a late show at the Steve Allen Theater. For more show dates and times, go to dansaintgermain.net. Sean Donnelly is performing in and around New York City. But for upcoming shows out of town, go to seandonnellycomedy.com. He'll be in St. Louis in mid-April at the St. Louis Funny Bone, Westport. Get your tickets now, friends, out in St. Louis. Go see him. He's very funny. Please rate and review our podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and whatever your listening platform is. Just takes a couple seconds there uh, on your laptop. And send us a note. We love hearing from you. We know we have a bunch of new listeners Let us know who you are, what you like about the show. We also provide very bad advice. And um, we react badly to criticism. And we gloat over praise. So just what you want from us. Send us an email, mydumbfriendspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Thank you very much. See you next week. For other cool comedy podcasts go to allthingscomedy.com yes we're a part of the all things comedy network we're one of many great comedy podcasts that's allthingscomedy.com our opening and closing song is called marry the boxer by phil pickens You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. So lift me up, lift me up, lift me up, lift me up. You don't. No.